Andrew's back. Back again. The big dogs are back. Tell a friend. The NBA's here, Jordan. Let's go. Big dog ball talk. I'm Matt Eichhorn with Jordan Flegel, the little pup. Jordan, how pumped are you, man? This has been uh, an excellent three days of basketball. Uh, I'm so excited. I've shredded through my shirt. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, I'm not. No, I'm excited. Not as excited as you. You lost your shirt. But you know what? I, I love the energy. I love it. This, this has been incredible. Well, man, I'd like to days. say that it was just, uh, I like to say it was, I was ripping through my shirt. I was so excited, but, uh, you know, we had talked about it before. Uh, my basketball court in my building finally repaired, finally back open for everybody uh, to use. And uh, I was trying to ball out, trying to ball with my bros. Trying to ball with my bros today. And, Did you get uh, there or what? Oh, sorry, say that again? Did you get there? Did you play today? Oh, of course, man. Of course. Oh, beauty. I'm, I, I was absolutely gassed after uh, the second game of two-on-two. Uh, yeah. I dominated king of the court uh, to start <laughs> off. Uh, and then we did the two on two, uh, won the first two, lost the second two, best two, uh, best three out of five. I think that's, yeah, that's the right term. Uh, you know, it was back and forth. Uh, it was a straight 11s and uh, it was 10-9. Who else but Maddie Ice himself comes through in the clutch of the game, <laughs> winning layup. Uh, not a dunk, of course. Uh, wow, I didn't, yeah, I didn't um, think you had it in you. Oh, you Good know, you, you know, you, you know, I've got the clutch gene, baby, but uh, no, yeah, I've I never feel seen like that. I feel like that. Uh, I honestly do. Um, I haven't really <laughs> haven't played in a couple months. Everyone was rusty, <laughs> but uh, it was a good run, man. It was good. Good to be back on the court. Uh, who knows? Uh, I mean, after we've seen some teams really struggle, uh, maybe if they need that, you know, a guy come off the bench, play some uh, play some hard defense uh, for a couple seconds, and then take. Oh, a don't don't off. do I this, Matt. Know? This is yeah. sad. Don't do the Nate Robinson. Come on, don't, I can uh, do a ten. I, give me a ten day. Someone. Come on. We'll I mean, yeah, 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 I, I, yeah. I, I think someone should give you a chance. I don't think it would work out, but you do deserve hey. a chance. I mean, I, I, I think I could put up equal to greater value numbers than like, I don't know, uh, let's say like, a, like Anthony Bennett. Like, I, I think I could probably <laughs> score quicker than that guy did. It took him, I think it was like 13 games or tw- 14 games to score. Yeah, if that's if that's who you're comparing yourself to, then yeah, I think you can be a success in the and NBA. Overall pick? Yeah, I think yep. that, that's uh, probably a good, a good ceiling for me. Uh, oh, yeah. Everyone, Thank you so much for tuning back in to another episode of Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, this is our first of uh, now we're, we're we're kind of trans- we're actually in the season now. Yeah, this is our first in season episode. Uh, I mean, we're we're looking forward to previewing uh, you know games for the weekend. But before we get into any of that, you know, we're going to start talking about uh, some of the biggest games of the opening week. And uh, Jordan, there were a lot of great games uh, to yep. start off with. You know, let let's go into two top contenders in the East. And uh, you know, what were you feeling? Uh, what did you get from that Nets versus Bucks? Uh, season opener that was the true season opener uh for this year uh you know what what did you see in that one uh you know the bucks bucks they're looking good they're looking good looking like the champs yeah you you said it they're they're looking like the champs they they came out on their home floor and uh you know it was ring night obviously you're gonna be be hyped up uh the, the crowd was into it and uh they yeah they, they they really just were in control of this game start to finish and uh you know i think the, the Bucks offense looked, looked great. Everyone looked more relaxed out there. Giannis, um, you know, obviously had another monster night. He had 32 and 14 and seven assists as well. And uh, was, you know, decently efficient uh, from the field. And uh, you got Pat Connaughton coming off, uh, off the bench with 20 points. He was, uh, he, was he, he was. And uh, you know, the, as good as the Bucks were though, the Nets were, you know, uh, just not putting up much of a fight defensively, honestly. And, uh, you know, that, th- that led into it as well. Um, the Nets two, two, two big scores, uh, you know, James Harden, 20 points, isn't, uh, you know, 
uh, the, the best night for him. That's, mm-hmm. that's honestly kind of a low scoring total uh, compared to yeah. what, you know, he's, he's in eight and eight for uh, yeah. assists as well, at least, but you're definitely right. I mean, I think the Nets are expecting a lot more scoring output from him yeah, going forward. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, Durant obviously uh, did his thing with, with uh, 32 and 11 and uh, you know, those guys are going to have to be at that level um, yeah. and, and higher for the Nets to be successful, especially without Kyrie, because we, we've talked about it in the past, their uh, supporting cast is, is really good around them, but none of them, you know, other than those two, uh, when Kyrie is on, on the sidelines, um, can really like reliably create their own shot and, uh, you know, go off for 25 points. Let's say like Patty Mills, uh, had 21 off the bench, um, which is exactly what you want from him, especially with Kyrie is going to be out for, for God knows how long you, you need him to step up and, uh, you know, play those point guard minutes. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to overreact too much to this one. I think you got to chalk this up to, uh, the bucks really coming out wanting to, you know, energize their, their fans, you know, everyone's feeling good on ring night and, uh, yeah, yeah then the nets, it, uh, I don't think they're going to have any trouble scoring. I don't think, uh, James Harden's going to have any trouble, you know, upping that point total uh, and Kevin Durant, you know, uh, can get, you know, even higher than he did uh, last night or on Tuesday night, sorry, as well. But uh, it's going to be all about the defense in the regular season. That'll, that'll, uh, you know, sort of uh, be the, be the gauge for where the Nets can go. Well, Um, yeah, I I think that one of the biggest takeaways I got, you know, the Nets look like a team that was put together this off season. Uh, Yeah. You know, they, 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 they're going to develop this chemistry. I mean, uh, it happens. You see this uh, with every, you know, super team, uh, if you want to call it that. Uh, you know, usually, like, more often than not, they lose their first game. Uh, yeah. You know, you've seen it with, uh, you know, LeBron and the Heat. That was a huge thing. I remember, you know, I actually, if I, if I remember correct, correctly, I think that first year when they had uh, D-Wade, Bosch, and uh, LeBron, they were, like, two and five to start the year or something yeah and their their first game was against boston who was obviously still like a juggernaut at that point like the best team the team to beat in the eastern conference at that point and yeah they got uh i think they got blown out it wasn't a particular close game and uh you're right when the super teams no matter how talented it it takes time yeah and and it's gonna come uh it was nice to see nicholas claxton get the start as well uh you know trying to get some of these young guys developed Uh, i was definitely a fan of that i mean uh, I believe Blake Griffin is still sitting out. Uh, I'm not sure if he'll still be, you know, starting once he does come back. Uh, but I mean, oh no, it says it says he played. It says he oh, played sorry, yeah, it, no, yeah, he was starting at the four. He didn't uh, do much, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, he, he, I mean, it's Blake Griffin at this point in his career. Uh, you know, you see it a lot with those explosive guys. They kind of, you know, lose that bounce that really made them a star. Uh, yeah, but I mean, that's that's something for maybe an, a, another day to touch on, but. Uh, yeah, the Bucks again, I think that they kind of have the game plan to shut in on the Nets, and that's kind of something that I, I talked about in, uh, you know, the season preview about why, you know, I think that without Kyrie, I think that this the, the Nets are definitely beatable uh, yeah, yeah. by a team like the Bucks or a team like the Heat, because if yeah. you have enough versatile defenders that you can kind of cycle through or, you know, even just stick on one of them, like, uh, again, for the Bucks, Drew Holiday and Giannis. Yeah. It's tough to it's tough to get buckets on either of those every possession and uh, oh yeah I, I mean if KD's going to drop thirty two and you can hold Harden to twenty you know the rest of that supporting cast is going to have to go off uh, it's not going to have to just be Patty Mills it's going to have to be Joe Harris it's going to have to be Blake Griffin it's going to have to Aldridge it's going to have to be Millsap uh, yeah and we didn't really see that uh, so it's it, it, it's looking like the Nets 
if they can if they can match up with a team that's wanting to go bucket for bucket with them, they'll probably take home the win. But if they go on against yeah. a team that's going to you know punch them in the mouth, and uh, you know when they when they taste the blood, I think that that's when this is really what's going to determine if they're a championship team. If they take if they taste the blood and they get afraid, uh, you know they had that fight or flight uh, reaction hits and they they start heading for the hills, then they're done. But if they can you know get hit in the mouth, they taste the blood and they they love it, they love that, and they they get the intensity to get the fire lit under their ass, and then they want to play harder. That's what's going to yeah. determine it because again. KD's a big dog. He he has that mentality. He's an alpha. Uh, you know, he, yeah. he, he's going to push through that. James Harden, not so sure about that guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, not to you know, body shame here. I mean, I, I'm looking pretty, <laughs> pretty trim these days uh, myself. But I mean, Meh. Harden, his physique has looked better. I would say. Is it looked yeah, better? better than the start of last season. Yeah. Yes, yes, definitely. But uh, I mean, still. It, it's looked like, you know, uh, he's still been coming on that pandemic diet. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think what's going to really unlock this team, um, like, like I said, I'm not worried about them offensively, but I think what they're going to go to more, uh, you know, as long as they don't have Kyrie is let, you know, KD do, um, the, the isolation scoring kind of the, the effortless, uh, you know, type half court offense where you sort of just feed him and, and, you know, let the ball in the game go through him because he can score on pretty much anyone. Um, and he doesn't even need a set play to do it, but, what James Harden, I think, can bring to this team uh, and be most effective doing is getting all these other guys involved, like in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, pick and rolls, you know, uh, finding finding quarter shooters like, um, you know, Joe Harris and and Patty Mills and, and whoever else they have on the floor, because um, I think that's going to be the key to to making this, uh, you know, Nets team the best they can be in the regular season is, uh, you know, getting all these other guys involved because, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Nets team can be a, a decent team if uh, Harden and Durant uh, just want to be scorers um, and, and that'll be fine. But I think the the highest level they can reach is if you've got both of those guys doing their thing. But, you know, Harden specifically, who's shown he can, uh, you know, be one of the best passers and, you know, uh, table setters in the league. Uh, you know, if he can find Claxton on, on uh, you know, runs to the rim and, uh, you know, pass, you know, get lobs inside to, to Griffin and their other big guys and then find shooters. That's when this team's offense is going to look like, you know, an all time, all time offense, even without Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, like we were talking about, it, it, they, they're going to have to just play better defense, put up more resistance uh, in the regular season because we, we saw them be kind of, you know, mediocre defensively through mm-hmm. all of last year. And then in the playoffs, they actually turned it up. They, they did well. Blake Griffin. Uh, was was playing good defense um, even uh, you know Kevin Durant who's slowly but surely become a better defender throughout his career to at a point now where I think he's one you can say he's an elite defender mm-hmm. um, but uh, you know he's not at that level every night so you know it, it, it's it's going to be up to the Nets if, if we, we I think we both predicted they'd have the best regular season record this year and yeah. if they want to do it they're going to have to try um, you know it's I think it's just going to be about whether they're, they they want to set that goal for themselves and it's something they really care about and uh, you know it is one game but I, 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 I do think like I said in the uh, you know big preview pod I think they got a bad taste in their mouth uh, how the playoffs ended last year mm-hmm. and uh, yeah I, I think they're gonna you know uh, I, I do think they're gonna get up off the mat after this game and and, uh, you know, I'm going to see, I, I'm going to predict it right now. You're going to see some, uh, you know, lopsided games in the Nets favor going forward. All so right. I think they, uh, they, they really want to start this season strong despite this, uh, loss in the first game. I'm holding you that, holding you that everybody from now on. I'll put money, money on it. Money line, money line on the Nets for the next four or five that's, games. That's the right call. I'm telling you. One of the, uh, one of the last things, you know, I want to touch on before, you know, maybe we transition into another game here. Uh, Jordan Awara. I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. Nawara. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he, he was a 
just a bench bench warmer for the the Bucks last year. He was on that championship team, uh, you know, a development guy. But yeah. uh, you know, he kind of proved, and I was kind of, I'm kind of a doubter on it. But you know, he proved that if you can ball out in the preseason, you can really find your way into rotation. If you can show you give a damn, then you know you can really uh, work your way up. And he had an amazing uh, preseason, and now he's getting yep. big minutes off the bench. And he he balled out. He had three threes. Uh, yep. he was shooting efficiently. He chipped in a couple rebounds uh, as well. So I mean, uh, he could be an exciting guy to watch. He's a young pup, uh, and uh, I, I liked what I saw from him. Uh, it sure. looks like he's a he's definitely a good fit for the Bucks. So uh, he's a guy to I think that uh, if you guys don't aren't familiar with him now, you know, get used to that hearing that name because I think that uh, if Milwaukee's going to be competing, especially in the future, uh, they don't have a ton of picks or uh, you know assets as you know, we talked about before. Some of these guys are getting older. Yep. Maybe he's going to be uh, one of those key guys that uh, they can develop them in house that uh, can really wow and surprise some people. For sure. And we know Bud likes to play, you know, sometimes eight, nine, 10 deep uh, in the regular season um, or, or more. And so if he's got more guys to throw out there with Giannis, uh, especially if they can shoot. Yeah, I, I think he's going to get minutes this this year and uh, he's going to be good for them for sure. Well, Jordan, and we're going to transition now to the late night game. I uh, hope you're able to stay up uh, for this one. Uh, us on the East Coast. It's always, uh, sometimes it feels like a marathon when you're going through those uh, the West Coast games. I- I just remember coming home sometimes like drunk in high school, uh, coming back from a party or something, and the game would, would just be ending. It was uh, it was a fun time. Don't 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 get myself or I can't get myself up to uh, finish off these West Coast games think, that much you think anymore. But drinking uh, is cool. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. Nice. That's good. It's kind of it's I kind of the too, culture actually. we uh, we grew up with. Uh, that's yeah. uh, pretty much all there was to do. Yeah. Uh, shout out Gray Bruce. Yeah. If you uh, yeah if you. <laughs> Pretty much the one of the highlights is just finding someone who has a nice garage and you can just yeah. chill there. Or uh, a field. Or a field. Yeah, or a field and then in the summer, that's always great. You know, set up a nice yeah. little tent. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, you can always get into some crazy crazy and zany situations. Uh, yeah. Great, Bruce. Uh, don't ever live there. Please don't. No, um, no, no but, stay away. Uh, the late night game, of course, was the Warriors versus the Lakers. Uh, you know, definitely a surprising uh, outcome. I mean, uh, maybe not, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give you credit where credit's due. Uh, when, when we finish. Oh yeah. 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 Hold on. Time out. Yeah, yeah. Time out. I'm pretty sure I ran the table on this. You stuff. did. Yeah. You, right. you, guessed, you took bucks warriors and I had the pick. I, I, you gave me the floor. So I did you know, props to you, so, man. Props to you. Yeah, I mean, I'll take, you can, you have my email for, for e-transfer, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe okay. that's, it's almost more. I beat myself because I, I should have let you pick and you probably would have <laughs> went. Uh, no, I would have got it right, but uh, yeah. but go 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 on, go on. But, yeah, so uh, to, uh, I mean, the Warriors and the the Warriors took the dub. Uh, Steph Curry hit that dagger three with about a minute left. Uh, yeah. You know, something that we've grown accustomed to with Curry. Um, you know, my biggest takeaway: the Lakers really just sold. They really sold that game. Uh, they had it in yeah. their grasp uh, even going into the fourth quarter. Uh, I, it looked like they were kind of outclassing them uh, yeah. for a team. Again, you know, I said the Nets were put together this offseason. So were the Lakers. I actually thought the Lakers had some pretty great on-court chemistry. Uh, you know, I mean, bringing back Dwight and Rondo, who are already, you know, they played under that system and won a championship in Los Angeles. Uh, yeah. Carmelo Anthony and LeBron have played together tons and tons, even though they haven't played together, uh, you know, in the NBA. Uh, yeah. You know, there, there was definitely some already chemistry developed well. And, you know, LeBron's great. It's like when, when, when the old guys get together at the Y, uh, they, yeah. they know where each other are. Like, they don't need to yeah. have played together. They're, they're, they're smart. That's what this is, man. So, exactly. Know, old guy, old guy YMCA run. So, and, and, and that's kind of one of those things that like I, I thought almost hindered them down the stretch was, you know, they are older and they got kind of tired and they, once they, yeah. kind of, and once they went down, they couldn't get back up because as we said before, 
the Lakers can't shoot a three to save their goddamn <laughs> lives. Uh, I mean, Kent Bazemore was actually looking pretty solid. I was very surprised. Uh, you know, I, I figured maybe he would get the starting nod uh, or at least just, you know, play big minutes for the Lakers this season. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, he, he was solid for them, but like there's only so much Kent Bazemore is going to do for you. Uh, and for sure. I mean, the, the Warriors are only going to be getting better. Uh, I mean, I didn't really think anyone else besides Wiggins and Curry, uh, you know, really stood out. I mean, Jordan Bull had 20, but I mean, you know, he, he didn't chip in seven like uh, rebounds like Wiggins did. Uh, <laughs> good, good job by Wiggins. Uh, Belitia, Belitia, pardon me, uh, he looked nice. Yeah, Belitia looked great. He had a pretty big dunk, I think, too, at one point. Yeah, in uh, second or third some- quarter. Made some good passes too. He wasn't just uh, wasn't just uh, you know shooting threes, although he hit a few of those. Mm-hmm. But uh, he he, like we said before, we weren't sure what to expect. But he he's like the kind of prototypical Warriors type player, like a guy with size who can shoot, who's kind of smart, yeah, um, and can uh, you know kind of thinks the game a little bit more than than, than your average player. And uh, yeah, he looked great in his debut. Well, and again, they went all in with acquiring Russell Westbrook. The big three, so-called, the 360 lineup, which I do think is cool. Uh, yeah. For those who don't understand that. Pretty creative. Anthony Davis is three, Westbrook zero, LeBron six, 360. Uh, but Westbrook, eight, five, and four, on four for 13 <laughs> shooting, over four from three. He's just continuing to be in this absolute slump that he had four, in the preseason. Four turnovers as well. Yeah, that he said, oh, it doesn't matter, it's preseason. Well, man, yeah. in the season opener, you <laughs> – season went, now, buddy. Yeah, you look like garbage. Uh, Westbrook, uh, yeah, he, he, he pretty much shot his way out of the game. Uh, but, again, like, he, he plays good enough defense, I guess. But even then, uh, I didn't think he was a factor. I think he was better off the floor. Uh, we'd even talked about it before that, you know, Rondo might actually be the better guy to have play down the stretch. Yeah. Uh, you know, definitely a smarter player. Um, and then, you know, you look at the stat sheet. LeBron James, 34-11-5. Anthony Davis, 33-11. and and then the next high score was Carmelo Anthony, who shot three for nine and had nine points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this is a problem, uh, and might become sort of the problem for the Lakers if uh, you know if you're losing games when Anthony Davis and LeBron James, uh, you know, are have thirty point double doubles. Uh, yeah. That's a problem. And we talked about age. The Lakers miss uh, Taylor Horton Tucker right now. I think he would have yeah. would have got uh, quite a few minutes. Um, at the two or the three, uh, you know, uh, for, for this game. And I think he would have really helped them um, and, you know, injected some energy. He's a guy who can run the floor, uh, you know, and has improved uh, as a shooter and, uh, you know, has good length. Uh, the, the Lakers are obviously really high on him, but uh, you, you just got to get more production out of these guys. And, you know, we, we've been talking about it this whole time. They, they got to shoot some, they got to have guys who can, you know, efficiently and proficiently hit threes and they just don't. And if Russell Westbrook's going to perform like this, uh, it's going to be, uh, you know, a long, a long season for the Lakers because ideally you don't want the scoring load and the sort of main responsibility night after night to fall mm-hmm. to LeBron just to get these guys wins. You want to be able to rest LeBron here and there, ideally, or, you know, play him, uh, sort of manage his minutes uh, if you can, you know, get games out of reach as early as possible um, and, uh, you, know, you know, just sort of rest him uh, towards the end of games. But, uh, you know, if you're going to be counting on him to even get the win in the first place, that's yeah. that doesn't bode well for your championship aspirations. Uh, he's going to be tired uh, because, lest we forget, it's it's year 19 for LeBron. Uh, he's getting up there. Uh, you know, we, we, we always praise him for showing no signs of slowing down. And, you know, a case in point, again, to, to have these, uh, you know, numbers uh, right. on an opening night and shoot five for 11 from deep. Um, 
just incredible for a guy his age. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we I, I want to see him healthy and and you know being a difference maker in the playoffs. Uh, and I think we all want that. So the Lakers sure. got to get it together. And I, I think that's you know we talked about this uh, a lot. That's why you get Westbrook to uh, you know sort of you wind him up and you let him uh, do his thing in the regular season because he's got so much energy um, and you know so much passion uh, and you know really plays hard. Um, and I think, you know, if you're, if you're going to only get eight points from Westbrook and give up 121 points, uh, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. So these guys, these guys got to get it together. I know it's the first game of the season. We're trying not to overreact, but, uh, wasn't, wasn't the start the Lakers were hoping for. Well, I mean, man, uh, I don't know. I don't even know the singer's name, but isn't it ironic that we said, said. yeah, there you go. Yeah. Great. Uh, I'm glad you knew that. Uh, but Canadian, nah, whatever. Uh, that we said, you know, in our season preview that Westbrook was a great pickup just so that he could take the load off of Davis and LeBron yeah. for the yeah, regular yeah. season. And it looks like they're going to have to carry him and they're yeah. definitely going to have to carry him in the playoffs because everyone's seeing playoff, uh, playoff Ross. He's playoff Ross, more like it. So yeah. uh, I'm trademarking <laughs> that. Don't anybody use that. That's big playoff dog. Ross. Copyright trademark, uh, reserved rights by uh, Big Dog Bulldog. Uh, <laughs> it's not very good. I don't think anyone's going to take it. Uh, but yeah, it's it, you're gonna have to see more output there. I mean, uh, again, DeAndre Jordan started. He barely played. You know, two points, yeah. two rebounds. It's the Lakers again. I, I I do believe in them. Like I, I, they had this game in the palm of their hands. And uh, but the thing that I think if you're a Lakers fan, you need to be worried about. Uh, the Warriors really aren't a threat uh, this year. Like I mean, they they can win on any given night. You know, Steph can go off for forty uh, until Clay gets back. At least they're sure. not a true threat. But yeah, and but, we'll have but, to see what he looks like. But yeah, yeah. go on. Exactly. And I mean, Draymond, I don't think did anything noticeable or anything of mention, at least that I could think of. Uh, and, yeah. uh, but this, like when they go up against, you know, some of these tougher teams, like what's going to happen when they go up against a defensive team uh, in the West, like the Clippers, or if they go up against, uh, you know, a team like the Nuggets, that's uh, really going to space the floor and run them to the ground because they're fat, yeah. like the Suns, that rematch from the playoffs, uh, like yeah. the Suns would like absolutely just kill them. Uh, I feel right now. I just, I think they're going to have to figure out a way, like ironically, maybe they'll have to do, you know, maybe a zone defense uh, for them just so they can reserve some energy at times because yep. they're not going to be able to move a transition all year like this. And uh, it, it, it's worrying. Cause again, when in, in, in real life, you know, when you're, when you're 35, like you're, you're not even middle-aged at this point anymore. Uh, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's funny. Cause again, in, in pro sports, you're, you're, when you're over 30, you're starting to get old. And the, yeah. they're the oldest team in the NBA by their average yeah. age. Uh, yeah. And obviously, yeah, again, uh, a couple younger guys on their roster, again, like Kendrick Nunn and Taylor Horton Tucker, who you had mentioned as well, uh, didn't yeah. play last night, or, or, or pardon me, in the opener. Uh, it's it, it's tough to see those two making that much of a difference, though, uh, for the Lakers. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just going to be tough for them to figure it out. And again, LeBron's an ageless wonder. I'm not worried about LeBron. I'm not really worried about AD. But we're gonna have to see some real uptake uh, in efficiency from the from them this coming season and uh, in the in the coming games because I, I think it's gonna be a recipe disaster because I think that the the blueprint to beat the Lakers is gonna be out there really soon if they don't find a way to you know stay in these games and stay energized. Yeah, and I've I've heard I've heard people talking about uh, how this collection of players around LeBron has the potential to be like that year in Cleveland where in the middle of the season, he just traded everyone away. Yeah. That was when Isaiah yeah. Thomas was there. I believe Derek Rose was there for a short yeah. time. D Wade, D Wade was there. And Jay Crowder. Uh, 
Jay Crowder, all these veterans, and it, it just wasn't working. And you could tell LeBron was fed up with it, and he shipped them all out and brought in these young guys like Jordan Clarkson. And uh, I'm, I'm forgetting. I think they might have traded for George Hill uh, at that yeah, point. Yeah, I, I believe you're right. Yep. Yeah, so, so he kind of injected more youth uh, uh, and shooters around him. And, uh, you know, lo and behold, they get to the finals again. Now, they, they don't win, but uh, it was certainly a better team after that point. So, yeah. you know, don't, don't put it past LeBron to, uh, you know, say, go to uh, Lakers, uh, you know, the Lakers front office halfway through the season and say, actually, I changed my mind about this uh, Westbrook guy. He's yeah. uh, really, uh, you know, doing, doing far more harm than, than, than good. Let's, let's get him out of here now. Not exactly it, it, tradable, it, it, but... Uh, well, you know, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, the Lakers are struggling, that their team looks different uh, yeah. come playoff time. So I, 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 w- I definitely don't think anyone should be surprised if, uh, you know, GM LeBron makes a couple moves this year. Uh, but, you know, maybe he's yeah. going to have to go and uh, hope you like this pun. He's going to have to rub his uh, genie in a bottle and, uh, <laughs> you know, get some uh, get some movement going in La La Land. Uh, oh, again, you know, credit to the Warriors for uh, for taking down the Lakers uh, and, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how both these teams pan out as the season advances. Uh, yeah. We're now moving into uh, the next day. Jordan and I the actually. Real, the real opener when, you know, the real season opener. When, yeah, the real, yeah. When everybody left else. Left and right. Time. Yeah. And yeah. we had, uh, you know, me and Jordan actually had the opportunity. Uh, we, we, we casted and we streamed and we broadcasted uh, the Raptors home opener against the Wizards. Uh, obviously, not exactly a big game. Uh, nope. I don't think a lot of people had this one circled on the calendar. I mean, even we didn't. Uh, but, you know, as, as Raptors homers, we were going to have to cover it a little bit. I know a lot of our listeners want to, you know, hear our takes on this. Uh, I mean, again, if you tuned into our uh, our broadcast, again, thank you so much for that. Uh, but you pretty much heard everything we had to say uh, right live when it happened. Uh, Delano Banton might just be uh, the, the sixth god. Uh, oh, but he's a legend that, in Toronto already. Yeah. Besides that, I'm not. Uh, I'm not too. Uh, I'm not too thrilled. Not too happy with how the the Raptors are looking, Jordan. Well, the you know, Scotty Barnes and Fred VanVleet had 12 points. Those were our leading scores. Yeah. 12 points each. And uh, Freddie was not good. He was five he was for twenty. One, one, one for eight. nine. Yeah. One for nine. One for nine. <laughs> so yeah. One. So or maybe it's one for eight. anyway. Hor- horrible shooting. for three. He, yeah. he hit the first first shot of the game, and it looked it looked beautiful uh, off kind of a uh, dribble handoff side to side action with Drogic. And then, yeah, it was, it was downhill from there. And uh, you know, I'm trying not to be too hard on the Raptors because like I said, in our broadcast, they're, they're a very new team and a very young team without a true uh, number one option Yeah. Um, it, with Siakam uh, out right now. And uh, I think it, that that was just very, very plain to see that they don't have a go-to guy there. On, on the court and that's why you saw such balanced scoring but such low scoring like yeah. you've got uh you know three guys in in double digits and then you know a handful of guys with like nine seven you know eight around there and uh you know uh the highlight of the game was banton coming in and uh his first shot of the night first shot of his nba career hitting a, a half court buzzer beater insane. and uh and then being a big part of a uh you know a, a little bit of a comeback where the rappers were down uh, at, at least 20 there. I think, I think it was uh, close to 30 at one point. Yeah, it was, it was, it was getting out of hand. And then uh, the Raptors cut it down to, I believe 10 yep. was uh, the closest they got again. They um, got that full court trap going where they got yeah. the face of the wizards. They, uh, they were, they were a little soft towards it. So that definitely helped a little bit. 
for sure. And, uh, and you know, was, Pascal Siakam was up on his feet uh, cheering on his guys and during that run. And uh, everyone seemed, you know, into it and, and wanted to get back into the game. And that's that was enough for me to actually take a positive away from this, even though the Raptors did lose and, you know, did not look great. Um, I, I just love the fight that they showed. Um, and, uh, you know, if, if they can do that, if they can be a team that even though they're not the most talented yeah. can get, you know, th- have that in their back pocket, the, the full court press, which Nick nurse loves to run because he's got the right personnel to do it. Like guys like Boucher, uh, who he loves putting at the top of that press, uh, cause he's got the longest arms ever, um, you know, and Ananobi and, uh, all these other athlete athletes that they got, um, they can really actually pressure these, uh, you know, NBA players who should have full court presses, you know, figured out they should be able to do it in their sleep, but, uh, it actually works for the Raptors. I remember a couple of years ago when they, came back from 30 down against the Mavericks. Mm-hmm, it was basically mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry and uh, all these, you know, kind of young guns on the team. They, they put the full court press in and, and they came back and they managed to win the game. Um, so I, I just, I, I did really appreciate the fight the Raptors showed, but I, I said it a bunch of times in the broadcast too. You got to give credit to the wizards because um, you know, thank God for Bradley Beal. He's finally got some competent guys around him. Like, yeah. uh, you know, Din- Dinwiddie is a great backcourt mate. You could see that with him already. He, uh, he had 13 points, didn't, you know, take too many shots, shot four for 10 from the field, but uh, was a real presence out there. And then Montrez Harrell just had a monster game off the bench, 22 and nine. Um, and it was a loud 22 and nine. He was, you know, he, he got a tech drawing with Drake there for a second. Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, had a few, you know, uh, sort of double, double tip and then just jammed on people inside and was getting rebounds left and right. He was, uh, really, you know, destroying the interior um, and, and really eating those uh, the Raptors centers alive, and uh, you know, good for them. I'm glad the Wizards uh, can have a yeah uh, semi okay team, you know, now going yeah. forward because we, it's, we, it's been we, pretty pretty bad for them. We need to give the yeah, we need to give credit where credit's due. The Wizards did look strong. Uh, rookie yeah. head coach, uh, you know, they, they 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 didn't look like a team that uh, you know had a lot of issues uh, or had a lot of weaknesses. Uh, you know, they, they've definitely got the potential, you know, running through Beal and having him as a, a true superstar option, you know, just let him do his thing. Uh, Montrez Harrell, again, you said uh, great energy, great rebounding. Uh, you know, Kyle Kuzma didn't shoot super efficiently, but, you know, he hit some good shots, uh, played decent defense. He was active on the, on the glass. So, yeah. uh, I mean, who knows? I mean, Denny Avija, uh, he looked uh, pretty nice. Yeah, and, yeah. and they're, they're yeah. just waiting for, you know, a couple of these other guys, the key role players, uh, you know, Thomas Bryant to come back. They're waiting on uh, on Rui Hachimura as well. So, uh, yeah. you know, the Wizards are in a good spot right now. I think if, uh, if you're a Wizards fan, uh, you know, the, this is a team that, uh, you know, is, is going to definitely be pushing for a playoff spot. So I think that right now, I mean, it's only one game, but, you know, from what I've seen, you know, for, once once they play, you know, maybe a, a tougher team, uh, yeah, yeah. these uh, – these better uh, upper echelon, uh, you know, members of the East. Uh, it, it's going to be clear, you know, we'll, we'll be able to figure out where they stand. But as of right now, you know, my eye test tells me they, they can definitely jockey for that eight or nine seed. Because, uh, yeah. again, I, I was a doubter. I didn't really think that this roster was going to be able to be put together quite yet uh, yeah. to be pushing into there. But, you know, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. But Spencer Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie Dollars, he did what he had to do, uh, facilitated yeah. well. And uh, I think that really helped. You know, I said it on the broadcast, not having – you know, a star uh, point guard to kind of take away from Bradley Beal, I think was a big help. Uh, I think that, you know, if they build their front court and then just, you know, have a good facilitating uh, point guard like Dinwiddie to have running next to him, I think that's probably the way to go. He can shoot the three ball reliably. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, good for the Wizards, Raptors. It's going to, if you're a Raptors fan, you know, take it easy on these guys. They're very young. 
It's going to yeah. come together. It's not going to be their year this year. They can probably fight for a play-in spot as maybe a nine or a 10 seed, but uh, yeah. don't, don't get your hopes up. This is going to be some kind of a Cinderella story year. Uh, we'll see what they look like when Siakam comes back. Yeah. Uh, and, and I really hope that all these people who are, oh, treat Siakam, treat Siakam's the word, blah, 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 shut the hell up. <laughs> this is my rant. Siakam's the best fucking player on the Raptors. I, like, I, I, even when he was not very good, he was still the best player. Fred Van Vliet is better when he's on the court. Pascal Siakam's a solid defender. He takes attention away from people. Yes, he was easy to game plan. They figured out that, yes, he was just going to be a Beyblade spinning down on the block. But he still <laughs> was getting buckets. He's still drawing attention. He's able to playmake for his team. Whether he's getting the assist, they can still kick it around to the perimeter to find the best shot. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't, I don't want to hear any of this garbage that, uh, that Siakam's a problem. Because, uh, again, if you go back and watch that 2019 Finals, uh, 32 points, game one, NBA Finals debut. Uh, go shove that up your ass and uh, <laughs> t- t- take that. And, uh, you know, you can talk to me about Pascal Siakam another day. Well, uh, and I, I, I do really want to see them when Siakam gets back and hopefully can get back to playing the way he was uh, at the beginning of the season, you know, after Kawhi and Danny Green mm-hmm. left after the championship uh, uh, championship run. Because, yeah, you know, I hear a lot of people say, oh, you know, he was good playing next to Kawhi, yada, yada, yada. No, he was good the following year, good enough yeah. to be uh, an all-star starter. Um, and so, you know, he can be a number one option. Um, he's just had, you know, through various circumstances, uh, a horrible stretch, uh, you know, beyond kind of unthinkable uh, how bad he's been yeah. uh, since yeah, as the Raptors played in Florida in the bubble through, he's, through he's last season. He's from Greece, for sure. For sure. But, you know, if he can get back to that point, it's not just the production he gives. It then allows people like Van Vliet and Ananobi to fall back into their more natural roles as well. Van Vliet's going to get open shots. He's an incredible spot-up three-point shooter. But you saw in the game last night, he was forced to take off-the-dribble threes, off-balance threes, threes that weren't really in, in the rhythm and the flow of the game um, that are just going to be tougher for him to hit. And then, you know, when you, force, when you, when you tell, uh, you know, 5'11", uh, Fred, Fred Van Vliet that uh, he's got to be the number one scoring option, He's going to have a hard time, no matter how talented he is. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's not going to be just per, uh, you know the production Siakam gives you himself when he gets back. He's going to help all these other guys kind of fall into more comfortable roles. Um, and, uh, and and I think the Raptors are going to be markedly better when he comes back. And uh, so we'll wait to judge them till then, because right now they're just kind of a collection of guys who, uh, you know, none of them are number one scoring options. It's going to be hard for them to really put up you know, big, big, big points, big scoring numbers and get wins. But uh, we'll, we just got to wait till Siakam gets back. Then we'll see. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, we're going to move this over now to a, a game on the West Coast uh, that same night. Uh, the, the rematch uh, from a sweep in the conference semifinals between the, uh, the Nuggets and the Suns. Uh, the Suns look good coming out hot. They look like they hadn't really missed a step. Uh, yeah. And then things kind of dwindled down and the Nuggets took over that second half. Uh, it, it really was all Nuggets in the second half. I mean, by the quarter breakdown, uh, you know, 34 to 24 and then 25 to 16, all in favor of the Nuggets in the second half. So uh, Jokic went off, you know, 27 and 13, only two assists for the Joker, which is uh, uncharacteristic. Yeah, strange for him, yep. But, I mean, uh, you know, Michael Porter Jr. did his thing, 15, 6, and 5. Uh, we, we've seen that they can play together. Uh, you know, even with their Jamal Murray, they've kind of gotten used to not having him, you know, playing the second half of the season last year and the playoffs without him. Uh, the Nuggets look legit. I mean, a lot of people, uh, even us included, you know, I, I, we don't exactly think they're going to go to the finals. But, I mean, they could definitely make that push. And, you know, when Jamal Murray comes back, I think that it's clear that the, the Nuggets are legit. And, uh you know, if you're if you're not taking them seriously right now, it's time to time to, time to smell the uh, smell the coffee 
and uh, <laughs> get get your head on your shoulders and you know buy into the Nuggets now. Well, the the thing they they uh, sort of needed the most uh, last night or, or the most promising sign was that Will Barton is back and playing yeah. extremely well. He had twenty points. He was, uh, you know, shot uh, four for eight from three. And uh, if, if he's going to do that, uh, he's, you know, he's not going to make up for all of the loss that Jamal Murray, uh, you know, is because Jamal Murray is such a great ball handler. He's such a great pick and roll connection. He and Jokic yep. um, and can obviously, you know, put up insane scoring numbers. But, um, you know, Jokic can handle the offensive uh, playmaking. You can go through him for the entire game. You know, he. He's, he's had some criticism in the past about his uh, conditioning, but he looks great right now. Um, and, you know, he, he looks like he can go for the full yeah. 48. And, uh, you know, you, you, you feed the ball to him. You've got guys who can shoot and cut off of him. You're going to have an efficient offense. And uh, these guys compete on defense as well. They've got great two-way players. Like, that's what you like about Barton as well, is that he can defend and he's got good length uh, on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, not to mention Aaron, Aaron Gordon, uh, who can, you know, lock down uh, any wing player and even, you know, a few uh, you know, of the bigs and, and fours in this league. Uh, on many a terrific games. rapper, too. That guy's got bars. For sure, yeah. Nine out of ten, are you making amends? <laughs> Hell yeah, bump that. And, uh, you know, Jeff Green, uh, we, we said was a great pickup for them. Uh, he had 13 points last night off mm-hmm. the bench mm-hmm. or, or, or in uh, – uh, oh, I guess it was last night. Yeah, yep. off yep. the bench. And um, – and yeah, like uh, we, we mentioned it in our uh, big two hour preview, uh, the Nuggets are legit. And I think they're, uh, you know, still right there uh, in top tier contender status in the West, especially when you look at, yeah. uh, you know, as of right now, after one game, what the Lakers are looking like, um, the West is pretty wide open. Um, and I think these guys could could sneak in there, especially if you can get Murray back um, at, at some sort of, you know, level of production, even if he's not 100 percent towards the end of the year. Um, but, you know, even without him, uh, like we said, Michael Porter Jr. can handle that, that scoring mm-hmm. load. And uh, I, I was really impressed with, uh, with their defense last night as well. And, you know, for, for the Suns, it, it was an uncharacteristic 12 points for Devin Booker. He, he didn't shoot the ball very well um, at all and, and wasn't, to me, didn't seem that aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were kind of, you know, feeling it out. They, they did have a very balanced scoring game. You know, Chris Paul with 15, uh, Aiden had 15 as well. Um, Mikhail Bridges had, had 16 and, uh, you know, you got, uh, Cam Johnson off the bench with 11, Shamit with 11 as well. I do like Shamit as an addition on this team a lot. I think, Damn wow. <laughs> I think, uh, he's really going to help them as another shooter out there who's, you know, got some length, um, and can, you know, play off of, you know, the Chris Paul, uh, DeAndre Ayton pick and roll action, stuff like that. Uh, I think it's a good pickup. I think Phoenix is going to be fine, but, uh, you know, you know, Denver clearly just got the better of them last night. Well, I mean, that's your that's your finals pick. That's your champion pick. It is. It Boys is. Spoiler alert to everybody who has. And this this whole preview. mess with DeAndre Ayton, I, I really well, hope it doesn't it screw up his morale this season because and, uh, and you I need kinda, that guy hungry. You kind of touched upon you know Booker there uh, as well. I mean, him and Ayton definitely were kind of the glaring maybe weaknesses on the court, honestly, for the Suns. I mean, uh, you know, Ayton still shot fairly. You know, he shot sixty percent from the floor. Uh, yeah. You know that he's probably not the three. Yeah, I mean, but he, he's not in a great headspace right now. Uh, he's the first yeah. first uh, number one overall pick to not have his rookie deal extended since uh, a guy we were talking about earlier, uh, Anthony Bennett. Uh, <laughs> and it's not like he's been playing bad. I mean, he's been playing at no. a, a great level. He was putting up uh, historic numbers uh, in the NBA Finals. Kind of crazy. I mean, the Suns have definitely been, uh, you know, they've been a little bit uh, – 
they've been a little bit uh, conservative about giving uh, some of their top picks uh, in the yeah. past previous years extensions. Uh, and I mean, to, to rub salt on the wound, uh, they give Landry Shamit, who hadn't even played a game for them, uh, a, a big extension. The guy got the bag. Uh, he's yep. probably walking around the locker room, uh, talking some smack to, to eight and like, man, get your bread up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's pretty sad, but I, I, and to touch on Devin Booker, obviously not a good night at all really for him. I mean, he chipped in a little yeah. bit, uh, you know, where he could, but, uh, for him, pretty bad game, uh, all things considered. Uh, but you know, yeah. he, he went all the way to the finals and then is that your, right, is that your scoring champ, Matt? Is that your scoring that champ? That is my oh, scoring champ. It's true. Yeah. We're, oh, we're all of our predictions are falling apart. 12 points isn't going to get it done there, Booker. Uh, but, uh, uh, what I was going to say is that, you know, we're talking about fatigue. We're talking about these young guys. I mean, he's got young legs. I mean, I'm not worried about him to, you know, be able to catch yeah, yeah. his breath and pick everything back up, but he played all the way into the finals. He was a huge, huge part of that team. It wasn't like he was just sitting there. Uh, and then he yeah. goes all the way back over and he puts playing in the Olympics, wins a gold with uh, team USA. The guy has yeah. had a second to breathe. Uh, yeah. You know, he finishes there and then it's back to training camp. Uh, yeah. And I mean, yeah. he's a hooper. He's a dog. He's not, uh, he's not going to shy away from that. Like he said it, you know, he, he loves the game. Uh, he's got that Mamba mentality. Uh, and that's yeah. something you know, he carries with him, which I, I, I have the utmost respect for. Uh, but obviously I think that uh, that uh, is going to be one of the last times that we see, you know, Booker maybe take those chances, uh, especially in the summer. I think he needs to kind of give himself uh, some time. Uh, I wouldn't even yeah. be surprised if maybe we see a couple DNPs for him. Uh, you know, maybe he, oh, he has a, a sprained ankle or a twisted whatever. You know, they'll, they'll yeah. come up with something, a pinch nerve in his back. That's always a good one. Yeah. Uh, you know, something just uh, like symptoms, although that's kind of more dangerous to do. Sprain, yeah. Now, now that's going to be a 14, <laughs> 14 days. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But regardless, uh, yeah, I'm not too worried about the Suns either. Uh, I think they'll pick it up. But, uh, yeah, Devin Booker and DeAndre Aiden, uh, that's a situation I think that, especially early on in the season, uh, people should really be monitoring. Uh, and yeah, as we wrap up, uh, those are the kind of the key games that we had uh, circled that we uh, beforehand. And, uh, I mean, they played out to be, uh, you know, exciting as well. Uh, to go over now, we're just going to talk about some of the performances of the, uh, of the early of the opening week. Uh, I want to start it off with a bit of an obscure guy here. Uh, Jordan, I know you like him. Uh, the yak, yak of portal with the Spurs. They, they blew out the, the Orlando magic, uh, which no surprise. Know, yeah, not, not too much of a surprise. I mean, the, they're not exactly amazing either. Great Spurs performance. Uh, I believe seven players all in double digits. Uh, yeah, you're so right. love to see that the yak of portal, 12 points, 13 boards, seven assists. Yep. respectable man i like it i mean people were kind of getting you know they were kind of building up the hype for him and i wasn't really sure what they were seeing but obviously they saw something i didn't that's a pretty strong performance for a guy that's uh, not exactly looked at as a uh, top uh, performer in the league for sure and uh you know i i think pop really likes him he appreciates a you know a, a guy with that length and that you kind of you know a throwback big in terms of his size he's a mm-hmm. two seven footer and uh can really defend uh, well. He's a really smart defender, and uh, you, you could see with the, the seven assists, uh, he's a guy who can, you know, he's got great vision as a big man too. You saw that even early, early in Toronto. Him and uh, Siakam were the same draft class, uh, came in and, you know, played uh, as a part of that bench mob that the yeah. Raptors had when uh, when they were the, the one seed, I think, 2018, um, uh, the season before they got Kawhi. And uh, Jakob was uh, a really good, you know, uh, mate next to Siakam there in the front court. He, he made good passes to him, found him underneath. And uh, Jakob Pertl's kind of, to me, kind of like the, the perfect Spurs player, like the guy who kind of has no ego. He's not, doesn't have a very loud game, but just does all the little things and, and plays the game right. And uh, I, I, I think he's quietly been, you know, 
really progressing into a, a, a solid starting center in the league uh, down there in San Antonio. And, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see how the rest of the season goes, but uh, he's my guy. Love to see yeah. him perform. And in uh, another game that uh, there wasn't a whole lot of defense, but there was a ton of buckets in it. Uh, the, the Pacers <laughs> versus the Hornets. Yeah. Uh, Melo Ball was getting uh, MVP chance, uh, putting yeah, up you huge know, um, comeback. They were down, they were down twenty something, and then they yeah. came back. But an amazing night for him: thirty-one points, nine rebounds, and seven assists. But uh, the guy I kind of want to talk about a little bit. I talked to you about this before the podcast started. Uh, Chris Dorte, Canadian boy, yeah. good knock, good old Canadian yeah. fella. Uh, his NBA debut: twenty-seven points, five rebounds, and an assist. And he's looking like he might maybe be a little bit of a steal. He might be a little bit of a steal. I think, uh, you know, it's only one game, but uh, if you're looking at, uh, if you're looking at rookie of the year race, maybe Chris Dorte is going to sneak his way in there. I said, there's going to be one of those guys, a guard that's just going to get that chance. He's going to get some buckets and people are going to be talking about Chris Dorte. Big time. Yeah. And uh, like uh, right now, TJ Warren is out and uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's his face. Who, who's the two guard they have? Uh, Levert. Yeah. Uh, it I don't think is, is also. I don't think TJ Warren's ever coming back. He's been up for like well, two years. He had that bubble year. He where he was Michael Jordan, and he's like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I'm never going to reach that. I don't want people to expose me. Jimmy Butler's going to give me a freaking uppercut next time he sees me. True. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I love that uh, little confrontation there. That's uh, that's beautiful. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's been a while. I mean, props to him. Like I said before, from going from a role player to a guy who's you know one of the best scorers on a, a decent team. But mm-hmm. yeah, we'll, we'll see when he comes back. But yeah, with uh, with Warren and Levert out, uh, you know, there there's kind of a hole that the Pacers have to fill at that uh, sort of swingman shooting guard small forward position. And if uh, yeah, Duarte can uh, go six for nine from three, uh, my God, he'll he'll get minutes, uh, you know, uh, 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 as many as he wants. And you know, clearly Carlisle believed in him to to play him, you know, uh, 33 minutes last night. And uh, I I think uh, he, he works well with Brogdon. It plays off you know him and Sabonis and. Uh, you know, we, we, we will see what this uh, Pacers team can do because they, they did look pretty good last night. And I think uh, even just, you know, we talked about it, even just the injection of a, a new coach who's so respected and has had yeah. so much success in the league is going to kind of galvanize your guys, especially after the disaster that uh, Nate Bjorkren was last year. Um, you yeah, know, these yeah. guys are going to be just a little bit more energized and, you know, it's, it's, you, people are kind of lukewarm on the Pacers and I am sort of too, just in terms of their personnel, but, they play hard, and uh, you, you saw that last night. Even in a loss, they, they, they competed. Um, and, yeah, uh, props to Duarte. My God. Came well, and uh, just want to say uh, Sabonis, 33 and 15, and uh, Miles Bridges. No, no, no. Miles Bridges, 9 and 7. Oh, you had four blocks. Miles- Ooh, good job, Miles. Oh, Miles Turner, you're so uh, good. Oh, you're so good, man. Get out of there. Ship that guy out of there. Build around Sabonis, Rogden, and Duarte. Get Turner out of there. I mean, four honestly, blocks. Four blocks, Matt. Yeah. Okay. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, moving on, because uh, I'm not talking about that guy. I'm not wasting my breath. <laughs> uh, I, I, an absolute thriller down the wire, double OT and MSG. Yeah. Uh, the Celtics and Knicks. Uh, I was tuned into that game. Uh, D Rose hitting the dagger. Uh, you know yeah. he's gonna he's gonna probably hit a couple of those this year. He's gonna be a big part of the, the that unit coming off the bench, especially to close out games because. Uh, you know, D Rose, he's got ice in his veins. He knows what he's got to do when the ball's in his hands, when the game's on the line. Uh, yep. You know, Jason Tatum came out after the game and said, uh, you know, he wishes that he could have done more 20 and 11, uh, but seven for 30, not a good night yep. for him. Uh, <laughs> but his running mate, uh, you know, Jalen Brown, he really held it down. 
46 points, a career high for Jalen Brown. What a game. What so a we, game. We circled his name, you know, as possibly, you know, being, you know, again, maybe even better than Tatum, uh, depending who you ask. I mean, definitely a better two-way player because, uh, he, you know, he gets it done on the defensive end. Uh, it, it was insane. No one could stop him. No one on the Knicks had an answer for him. Uh, and, I mean, on the other side, Fournier, to a former Celtic, uh, new pickup. Yeah. I mean, besides that complete mental lapse that led to the, the buzzer beater three to send it yeah, to the yes. uh, first overtime. Uh, I mean, 32 points for him. Randall had 35. Uh, but it, the star of the show still, even in a loss, was Jalen Brown coming out just guns blazing to start off his, uh, his season. Yeah, for sure. And we both love Jalen Brown. I'm super high on him. Uh, I, honestly, you know, I, I know Tatum kind of has more of a, you know, a higher ceiling, uh, or that's mm-hmm. how a lot of people feel about him because of his length. Um, uh, you know, he's obviously a bit taller and just, you know, his sort of, uh, you know, he's very athletic and a good defender in his own right. But I just love what Jalen Brown br- brings to the table as, as a guy who can defend basically one through four, uh, when, you know, the, the Celtics played the Raptors in that seven game series, he was defending Siakam and did a hell of a job. Yeah. Uh, even though he's given up, a, you know, a decent amount of height there in that matchup. Um, and, you know, last night he had 46, but he also had six assists and, and nine boards. Like he, he's a guy who can faci- facilitate. And, you know, the Celtics don't really have a, a true traditional point guard on that team. Marcus Smart, mm-hmm. they've been trying to turn him into one, but, uh, you know, that's still not his strength. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, more of a, you know, off the bench kind of score first guy. Um, and Jalen Brown showed last night that, you know, he can be uh, your main distributor if, if he has to be. Um, but he can also drop 46. Like, my God, I, if you're the Celtics, you got to be so yeah. excited to see what this guy can do this year. Because if you get an average night from Tatum uh, with, with the production from Brown, you know, the, the Celtics easily win this game. Um, even though Tatum, like you said, did get 20 points, but the efficiency was just brutal. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, seven for 30. Um, you know, that's not going to happen every night. And uh, yeah, uh, it, it's so impressive. Um, but you know what? Uh, it was just great to see Madison Square Garden rocking like that, yeah, you know, yeah. having the next win. And uh, your guy, RJ Barrett, who you predicted to, would have a bit of a breakout year with, with 19 points, you know, uh, six for 11, had a pretty nice game there himself. And uh, that combo, that, that scoring trio, uh, Barrett, Randall, and Fournier, looking pretty uh, dangerous. Yeah. Uh, yep, because yep. Uh, that, that's why I like the Fournier pickup so much. Um, because, you know, he, he just has quietly been a good player in Orlando uh, this whole time. He went to Boston, but uh, I, I don't think he was really the right guy to put with Tatum and Brown because, um, you know, he, he's those those are the guys at kind of that position that, that are going to, you know, demand the ball. Um, but in a situation like this, when you got him kind of playing off the attention that Randall gets, uh, yeah. you, you saw it. He uh, hit six threes and uh, – really was, you know, a big part of why the, the, the Knicks won last night. So, uh, Knicks are looking good. Knicks are looking good. I told you, man, dark horse East contenders. We're yeah, you were right. It. You were right. I got to see it. you. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, and we're just going to, you know, go over a couple quick more uh, performances. I mean, John Morant, 37, 6, and 6. Uh, you <sighs> know, he, he's got next. He's a he's a beast. Uh, Carl Anthony. Did you see Tapp- that had, the, the, the lob he caught, kind of oh, full yeah. extension? Yeah, he's a freak. He's good for he's good for one of those a game. It feels like he's insane. He was a, a no star recruit coming out of college, Jordan. Yeah, uh, pardon me, not out of college, out of high school. Uh, high school uh, and then he yeah, went to yeah. Murray State, which is not exactly uh, you know it's not a blue blood. Uh, yeah. you know, and then you have uh, you've got guys like Carl Anthony Towns, who we're going to touch upon uh, very soon. Uh, Thirty points and ten <laughs> rebounds. Uh, Rudy Gobert put up 21 boards. Uh, Got to show respect where respect is due. Harrison Barnes, 36 and nine. And yeah, what a game. 
yeah, taking home the, a close, close win, three-point victory over the Trailblazers. And, uh, you know, I was trash-talking them all summer and uh, leading up to the season. C.J. McCollum, 34, 6, and 5. Maybe yeah. I'm going to have to swallow my words. Maybe uh, maybe CJ's got uh, maybe he's got something still, some, some tricks <laughs> up in his sleeve. No, no. Uh, they're just, they're, 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 the Blazers are thrilled because that means they can maybe trade him. So, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll yeah, sell high, sell high. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, as, as, as we move closer to the end of the podcast, guys, we're just going to go over some of the biggest laughable, memeable, and uh, just zany and wacky moments that have happened so far. Uh, and it's, 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 it's been – you know, it's only been three days as of recording this since the uh, the season's kicked off, but already some all timers uh, for clips. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to start it off. Uh, you know, I I hinted at it there briefly with Carl Anthony Towns. Carl uh, Anthony Towns, Jordan. Uh, you know, bit of an interesting, <laughs> uh, very interesting way that he likes to start his uh, his, his pre games. Carl uh, Anthony Towns likes to sit down and watch a video of two gorillas fighting. And, uh, you know, he watches these two big monstrosities, these giant alpha silverbacks fight it out. So that way, and I quote, I know if I'm in that video, I'm leaving out alive. Someone got to die. Ain't going to be me. <laughs> Kat, you're, oh, you're a different Kat. breed, man. That guy, I mean, he's got to eat. He's big. He's got some size on him. I mean, I don't, I don't think I'd take a gorilla. I, I don't think I'd take him over a gorilla. But, uh, I mean, I like that mentality from a big man. You know, going in there, like, I'm ready to die. I'm ready to fight down low i'm like i love that i love that energy well i want to know where that energy was when the jimmy butler thing went down i want to see <laughs> them i put them in a cage and just uh, yeah see who makes it out alive because uh you know jimmy's not backing down but maybe he learned his lesson maybe he uh he was kind of I, mean, I, I know humiliated or uh you know yeah. uh yeah needed to uh show some more strength here so you know good for cat good for cat hopefully that translates to some defense because uh, i haven't really seen that yet from you uh down there in Minnesota, any of you guys? Uh, but we'll see. It's good, good for the the Wolves to get a win. Anthony Edwards looked good too, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. But you know, time will tell with that one. But what a what a strange, strange thing. I mean, could you imagine? I mean, time before before your run uh, in your building, just sitting there, uh, you know, on your phone watching two gorillas go. Good. I was uh, I, I I was kind of being passive uh, at that time. You know, you know how I like to just uh, pull up the threes when uh, when my fat ass gets tired. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, my move. Yeah. Uh, one other, uh, we talked about it actually when we were doing the broadcast for the Raptors and the Wizards. Uh, Kyle Kuzma posted and then deleted his Instagram story, uh, sharing a tweet saying the Lakers are 0-7 without Kyle Kuzma. That's including preseason and the NBA opener they dropped. Uh, Maybe Kuzma was the X Factor. I don't know. I don't know. They won an NBA championship with Kuzma and now they're 0-7. I don't know. Jordan, I don't hey, know. Could be Kuzma. Hey. Uh, it looks like the the Lakers would rather have Kuzma than Westbrook uh, so far uh, yeah. after one game. So performed uh, him. He did. He did. So different you know, competition, Kuz, but <laughs> for sure. But uh, no, yeah, Kuz a little bit delusional. But you know what? You like that. You like that self confidence. The positive self talk. You gotta yeah. be if you're gonna be great. You gotta do it. And so, uh, where we also, I mean, we'd be amiss if we didn't, uh, you know, talk about this. Ben Simmons getting the Coach Carter treatment from Doc Rivers. Uh, oh, throwing him out uh just like tito cruz uh get out of here buddy uh <laughs> i mean there was the video i don't know if you've seen it jordan of him actually at the practice phone clearly in his pocket he's wearing yeah. sweats he doesn't give a damn he's literally walking through these defensive drills and then doc told him to leave joel Embiid came out and said i don't care about that man anymore uh i don't think i've ever seen anything like this in pro sports this is this is insane. It's getting ridiculous. And then the news today that he's just going to be out indefinitely because he's got you know 
mental issues to work through. There was a big ESPN story. I think Ramona Shelburne did most of the reporting on it, just talking about a few behind the scenes stories. Like I, I heard something which is insane and, but would kind of explain a few things. Apparently before game seven against the Hawks last year, when he had the big kind of mental meltdown, uh, when he wouldn't dunk a wide open, uh, you know, yeah, dunk. Yeah. Um, and uh, before that game even started, apparently he was so like nervous to play that he was going up to like management and being like, Oh, I, I think I was kind of uh, you know, I think I might've got too close to the masseuse <laughs> that tested positive for COVID-19. I, yeah. I don't know if I should play like this shit. Like, so this has been brewing. We're just kind of seeing it now, but my God, man, like, and then I saw today Daryl Morey went on some Philly radio show uh, and said, yeah, uh, if it's uncomfortable, it might be weird. We're just keeping this guy until we get a difference maker for him. Mm -hmm. It might take four years of him not playing. And my God, like, I understand where you're coming from, Daryl, but the 76ers have just got to trade this guy. Everyone will be happier. Uh, I, I know that will kind of be giving into what Ben Simmons wants, but it's better for both of you. Uh, yeah. You know, and <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I understand you're trying to make a stand here and, uh, you know, not let your, your player who's barely got any leverage push you around, but you got to get out of there. This is so crazy. And I don't even know what could happen next. Uh, cause uh, you know, I, I would well, never have something. predicted this. He'll find a way to, <laughs> he'll find a way to top this. I don't doubt this. Ben Simmons is like, he's putting an all time clinic as a diva. Right oh now. yeah. This is insane. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm very impressed. Like there's a part of me that respects it, honestly. Like it's, yeah. I, 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 I think eventually I would crack. I would definitely crack. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, obviously yeah, the only reason uh, – Well, he has cracked. Well, yeah. Apparently. I mean, the only reason that guy even ever – the only reason he came back was because he knew he was going to – like, it was kind of a loophole, right? Because yeah, yeah. he wasn't practicing and showing up with the team, then he was going to lose out on all the money. So it's like, okay, I'll show up and practice, like, half-assed, and then technically I'm here. I'm part of the team. So now they have to suspend him, and I believe they still have to pay him, though. Yeah, yeah, uh, I could be wrong on that. If anyone wants to fact check me, feel free. Uh, but I believe he's he's kind of found a bit of a loophole here. I mean, Rich Paul is doing his job. Speaking of Rich Paul, I mean, we've been talking when we were talking about the Lakers game. Adele looking beautiful. Uh, you know, she had her hit <laughs> single come out. Uh, you know, yeah, Rich yeah. Paul, very lucky man. Uh, she's probably uh, you know, her her net value is probably uh, dwarfs his. Uh, but I mean, uh, who can be surprised with that? I'm just I I wonder if she is actually into basketball like I, I and I hope hopefully is hope she she is she's been at a few games she seems like she enjoys herself but uh, you know coming from uh, across the pond uh, I thought she'd be more of a, a soccer football fan but footy uh, footy and rugger yeah but uh, you know love seeing all the stars out Kevin Hart I think was at the game um, who, who else did I see down there lots of guys I think Floyd Floyd Mayweather was at the game as well but, money uh, money team. Uh, yeah, funny, funny to see Adele there for sure. Uh, but I think that's pretty well. Uh, I mean, Jordan, you have a, you had one thing I know you want to talk about. Oh yes, uh, we're gonna input this clip uh, into the the podcast. So, Jordan, you want to just get, give a bit of a quick preview of uh, what you wanted to bring up about the Knicks and Celtics game? Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll input it later. Just yeah, we'll we'll love this in. Okay. Be nice and so, clear for everyone. For sure, for sure. Good idea. And uh, yeah, there's might be some copyright issues, but I don't give a shit. We're not big uh, enough to, uh, for it to... Try and take us um, down. I want you to. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, no, no. Well, we'll, we'll just insert it right after, uh, you know, right here. But uh, my God, the, the Knicks fans went crazy after the, the 2 OT win uh, at MSG last night. They, uh, you know, I don't want to give anything away, but uh, lots of uh, crazy Italian dudes. <laughs> uh making some crazy noises and uh I, i'd love to see the energy back uh 
you know, in that stadium, outside that stadium in the city of New York. I'm sure everyone's just happy to be out at sporting events again in general. Yeah. And uh, uh, we, we always talk about it, as everyone knows, as much as we hate the big markets, uh, it's, it's, the NBA is better when the, the Knicks are good. So uh, love sure. to see it. Double fucking overtime! What the fuck, baby? New York is fucking back! Knicks are here, baby! The Knicks are fucking here, baby! Fresh out the corner, baby! We're taking it all the way! We had De Blasio, we had Cuomo, it was rough shit! But we have the Knicks! That's New York! Knicks run New York City! <laughs> Bing bong! Tell me a little something, KD! Don't you regret not coming to the Knicks! Don't you regret not coming to the Knicks! Let's go, Knicks! And you know what? Tom Brady's a fucking bitch. Yeah. Fuck Tom Brady, yo. Fuck Tom Brady. Where the bread at, Tom Brady? I need some bread, nigga. He owe me. Fuck Boston. <laughs> yo, you thought Trey Young was still good? He still ain't good at Dyke, man. You smoking on that Boston pack tonight, you right? Fuck Trey Young. Fuck Trey Young. Fuck Trey Young. Fuck Trey Young. I mean, the late great David Stern once said the, his ideal NBA Finals was uh, Knicks versus Knicks. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, or maybe it was Lakers versus Lakers. I don't really know. Either one. Yeah, you can interchange them. Uh, if, if he said Lakers versus Lakers, I say Knicks versus Knicks. Uh, <laughs> to keep it on the East Coast. Uh, but everybody, thank you again for tuning in. Uh, this weekend, we've got a, a lot of great games on tap. Uh, Memphis is going to be taking their L.A. Uh, swing, walking through Hollywood. Uh, they're going to be taking on the Clippers and the Lakers. Uh, this weekend, uh, Phoenix and Portland are going to be facing off. It's definitely going to be, be a high-scoring affair. Uh, Charlotte is going to be taking on Brooklyn. This is going to be, uh, I think, it's, it's going to be a sneaky game. I think yeah, everyone should tune into that one. Uh, it's going to really be a test for Charlotte as well as a, a chance for Brooklyn to really just lay the hammer down and uh, yeah. kind of assert themselves, as, uh, as Jordan was referencing before. And uh, the Warriors are taking on Sacramento. And, uh, I mean, obviously they're both Let's coming go. off of uh, pretty, uh, pretty sneaky wins there. Uh, so maybe this is a – a matchup I think that you guys should circle if you're looking for a nice, uh, a nice, a nice way to end off your, uh, your day, uh, just and, to uh, a late night game. And yeah. And Friday night too, Suns Lakers, which is going to be a big, yep. you know, battle of the West, West, uh, Western conference heavyweights, uh, ESPN game there at 10 PM. And, uh, yeah, tons of games, tons of games all weekend. It's, it's great. NBA's back. This is NBA's beautiful. back, baby. Ah. <laughs> and, oh, and quickly, Matt, we got, I got to give you props for your, uh, uh, showing some love to the the Heat, who you believe will make the finals this year. A bit of a hot take. Blew the doors off the Bucks tonight. Yeah, one thirty-seven to ninety-five. Yeah, the final score Thursday night. And uh, Clippers Clippers Warriors late in the third uh, right now as we're recording just before midnight uh, Thursday night. And uh, the Hawks beat the Mavericks as well today. So uh, uh, feel bad for my boy Luca down there in uh, Atlanta. Not only on top of, uh, you know, my take of the heat to get to the finals, uh, but my take for Tyler Hero for six man of the year, 27 off the bench. Hello, <laughs> 27, six and five to, to actually be exact. So that's uh, looking like a good pick for sure. I mean, yeah, I told you guys I got, I had some value picks. I had some you're money. Having a good, you're having a good night. We're, you're having we're a trying good to night. make you guys money. You should really just listen to us. We're the big dogs for a reason. Yeah, and even uh, we didn't, I just want to mention them quickly because I forgot to earlier. Evan Mobley had a pretty good debut. He had, yes. uh, Yep. Something like 17, 9, and 6 or something, I believe. Uh, yep. uh, Getting it done all over the place. But, uh, yeah, I had a very balanced game and looking really, really, really good. 
Well, everybody, thank you so much again for tuning in to uh, the first in-season Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, again, yeah, as baby. always, we're going to be back uh, for another uh, classic on Monday. Uh, and yep. just a little bit of a hint, just something to put on the tip of your tongue, just to, you know, get you, give you a little taste. Uh, we're going to be having a, a nice uh, special coming out possibly on Wednesday. Uh, for, for We're going to be talking over the NBA top 75 players of all time. Yeah, you think uh, we forgot about that? No way. No, 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 no. no. Not a whole episode on that. Yeah, we really want to dive into it. We have, you know, there's going to be some guys we're not going to focus on too much, but uh, there's a lot of controversies, uh, a couple of snubs that we're going to want to talk about, uh, and uh, you know, a couple guys that are uh, on there that we just, you know, we want to appreciate greatness. We want to, you know, uh, give credit where credit is due, and uh, it, it, it's a hot topic. So we're we're definitely going to get our two cents in there. Yeah. But everybody, about that one. It's going to be great. Again, thank you so much for tuning in, and as my friend Jordan says. Always go for the wooden floors. Hardwood. Hardwood. Is that like a basketball thing or you just don't like carpet? You know, you just brought it up. It is a basketball thing, I, but no, I, I do hate carpet. But, but no, hardwood floors are always better. You got the old, old Boston Garden parquet floor. Beautiful. Yep. Hardwood, hardwood floors in your home. Uh, you walk in the forest, you step on a stick. That's nice. That's wood. One day, no, you know, you destroy yourself. Yeah, that does suck. Uh, Not too clumsy, but I, I have spilled some stuff. Uh, it, it, it's hard to get out, and I feel like growing up, you just have carpets usually. I, I don't know, like, maybe that's not everybody, but you, for some reason, and as you get older, the, the carpets just go away, uh, which is great. Uh, you gotta rip them up. You gotta go. There, there's a deleted yeah. scene, I believe, uh, in the office one. Uh, be like a cold open from later on when uh, they all drink coffee and also rips up the carpet and sees hard yeah. wood. Says, I knew you were down here, baby. <laughs> and uh, that's how I feel, man. Go for the hard wood. I'll, I'll, I'll...